Once upon a younger year, when all our shadows disappeared, the animals inside came out to play. Oh, it's the A-Show, the Antifa Harvey Show. Wait, what? Uh, for August 14, 2019. How is it going, everybody? Because I am well after the last week's very angry sounding, very pissed off sounding episode uh, of this show. I'm finally happy. Well, actually, I'm not going to say happy because happiness is a temporary ephemeral state of mind. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm well. It's like, God, what the fuck is going on? Is this some kind of bipolar show? It's like one week is sad and angry. The other week is just like happy and elated. Is he bipolar? Is PK bipolar? No, no, I'm not. I just, I think I just had a really chance to relax last week. Um, You know, going, being in Toronto last week, uh, you know, for work mostly and then other you know summer slam festivities it i don't think i had a, a more fun doing uh you know it what you might call it like festivities of things at, attending things um you know going to three wrestling events in four days wednesday friday saturday and then i drive back sunday i mean it was it's a little uh physically tiring going all over the place in the greater Toronto area and also making long drives, um, but I, mentally I feel great. Um, I never done this before. I mean, you probably know from the past episodes that like, and like I'm a wrestling fan, professional. I mean, sorry, sports entertainment. You don't say professional wrestling. That's that's a carny shit. That's a carny shit. The carnival bullshit. So um, I enjoy the sports entertainment. I I like being entertained sportically. Um, if that's a way to put it, uh, I'm not going to go into why I like it. I think I talked about it in the past many times. I don't know why I like it, to be honest. I don't know how to pinpoint it. I like the backstage, behind the scenes of it, and then I enjoy the story building aspect of it. When I tell this to some people, they're like, what do you mean a story building? And then just uh, within the match and stuff. It's like, I don't know. It's just like, if you see it, it's a, it's a very simple. It's a It's a simulated combat. Uh, that's selling good guy, bad guy, underdog, overdog, whatever you want to call it, you know. So it's it's very simple. If it's done right with the, you know, physicality and acrobatic abilities and more athletic abilities that these people have, uh, it's damn entertaining to me. It's it's fascinating. It's a combat like MMA, like boxing, prize fighting, but. You know, knowing that these people would be safe and not hurt themselves. I guess I never really put that out in the words before. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, I enjoy it. And then I like the shenanigans of stupidity. Like I said before, I think it's the most American entertainment uh, since it came out of America. You know, when it was actually a professional wrestling. Coming from an amateur wrestler trying to make money professionally. That's how it happened. And it became a carnival. And then the... You know, the circus of things. And then people really covered like it's sports. And then, you know, expose a bit, blah, blah, blah. And then it went to Mexico. It went to, you know, Central Central America. It went to Japan, you know. And like Japan loves martial arts. like. But then for some reason, the professional wrestling picked up more like in Japan. And then turned in Korea until the business got exposed in the 70s and really died down. China had never happened. And then there are also a lot of different forms of the sports entertainment in other countries. So I think the... What is that show on the Vice Sport? Viceland? Viceland? Uh, the wrestling? Wrestling show? What's it called? Why Why? Why? Why can I not remember the, the Dark Side of the Ring? No, it's not that. I don't think it's necessarily the Dark Side of the Ring. What was it called? 
The Wrestlers uh, by Damian Abraham. And then he covers different type of wrestling in like, you know, other countries, not just the Mexico, Japan, and America we talked about. He talks about Congo and then uh, I believe in Eastern Europe, Poland, was it? Uh, you know, it's just like there's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of social commentary and then, uh, you know, or political and social commentary and then just, you know, sometimes people were. Reflect all those and then it's a very it's about you know the minorities and then the those that are disadvantaged overcoming and stuff you you know people don't realize it but like there are things like that that stick out if you follow some of the wrestling storylines and characters and then it's in a way it's an interesting art form and then people say this how is it an art it's like well ballet is an art and all that but you know it's it's a storytelling it's simple and even the movies you know it's like there's three phase act one introduce the heroes and then the villains act two the hero gets defeated and then the act three you know hero overcomes and prevails it's a very simple archetype and a simple story to tell you know but and then the movies do the same thing so wrestling does the same thing except it's physical it's in front of you and then it's a very it's very its own form of form of entertainment. So yeah, and then the, he's like, it's so fake, man. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is staged, and then it's premeditated. Of course, we know all that shit. That's why people watch it. But then it's different. So like even the wrestling show that I was at last shows that I was at last week. It wasn't just WWE. That's a one big common one. Pick people talk about. Yes, there was a SummerSlam, which is one of the four main events that WWE offers every year. It happened to be in Toronto, but, you know, with the big shows like SummerSlam and then WrestleMania and depending on the town and the event, uh, it sometimes attracts other smaller shows. So I was at the Smash versus Smash Wrestling, which is out of the greater the Ontario and the Buffalo Ind- Independent Wrestling promotion versus Progress, which is out of UK, uh, who work with the WWE. So they have a lot of talent that work on this uh, subsidiary show called the NXT UK under the WWE umbrella. Uh, so they had a Smash versus Progress show. I originally wanted to go to a Progress exclusive show on a Thursday, but I bought the wrong ticket, so I ended up going Wednesday. Uh, and then also Friday, there is a show in Mississauga near my parents live, then uh, near where my friend lives, called the Destiny Wrestling. And they had some talents from the All Elite Wrestling, which is coming up as a supposed competition rival for the WWE. Uh, Impact Wrestling, which used to be TNA Impact. Uh, and then many others and pro- uh, progress as well. Uh, so I saw the same talent that I saw the Wednesday night, also Friday night. And then uh, when Saturday night show was a WWE NXT takeover show in Toronto. So I've been to a takeover before in Toronto, 2016. So this is the second time in Toronto that I got to go visit. Um, but you know, it's just it's you have same performers all around the greater Toronto area, especially in Toronto and Mississauga. Uh, it's so it's basically like a large music festival, but for the entire metropolitan area, and it's not it's not like the music, you know, festival either because you know you go you go to a music event, you expect certain songs, you expect a certain you know type of songs and how it's going to be played by the band at different stages. Wrestling, it's not necessarily like that. It's not like the seventies and eighties where people don't have YouTube or anything. So, you know, they have 
they hit, it's not like you're gonna have an exact same match with the different people. You can't do that. It's like you can't just, you know, in music, yeah, maybe you can fit in a bassist and then a drummer, but you know, different people that play the same notes and same tune, maybe in a different octave. But you can't do that with a wrestling. You know, business is way too exposed right now. So you know, every, even the same people that I see have matches with different people across different events at a different stage and a different venue they kind of have different matches so i found that little i found you know experiencing that firsthand very interesting because like i don't expect same thing to happen and then the crowds are different too like wednesday wrestling show that i accidentally bought and went with my friend will that's an extreme hardcore no no same person unless you're a dedicated fan or you've been following a local promotion very loyal to it want to come wednesday would come see it more people come thursday friday saturday those are the bigger days for the general audiences to come so yeah wednesday i felt like wow this is not a place for a noob if you if you came to check out the first time i think it would be very weirdly intimidating environment at first um unless you're super drunk and then uh we had a very cheap you know, general admission balcony seats, but it wasn't completely packed at the Midtown Event Center in Toronto, near the Jewish neighborhood, Young and uh, something, I can't remember right now. So we got moved down, and then uh, we were on the second row, so it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was a very intimate experience. So usually, and then the, we were basically ringside, two rows back, and then the obvious, not obviously, they had a, they were recording this. Uh, for the later streaming service so we got me and will got fit in the second row but then the third row was invisible to the camera frame unless you zoom out but you don't want to they don't want to zoom out completely with the ring in the middle so third row essentially got moved over towards the stage where the hard cam was facing blah 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 they wanted to make the venue look bigger and look more crowded so we got moved down from balcony and then we filled in the gaps and then i'm wearing a green shirt so if you ever if there's ever a smash versus progress show that comes out i'm sure i'm gonna look it up at some point to go back and watch on tv or on the internet how it looks like man i would i i'm i'm the one wearing the green shirt making funny faces i'm wearing the green calvin klein shirt i don't know how people miss me because like me and will were the only asian people there basically sitting in a second row and then uh, i'm making funny faces so i'm just like yeah and then i recognize a lot of the progress wrestlers not the smash wrestlers so much because i've been out of this local indie game here for so long um so yeah so it was a very good show i got to see NXT UK champs, the men and women, Walter, Tony Storm, Trent Seven from the Mustache Mountain was there, and then I saw him again Friday. Uh, and then uh, I think uh, the Tyson Dukes, who's been a long time local Ontario Buffalo independent wrestler here, uh, you know, so he I got to see him live for the first time. I was like, oh, cool. And then there are a lot of interesting talents that I saw, um, Brent Banks and all those guys. I think they have a uh, if they keep working at it, and then uh. Get more opportunities uh it would be great oh shoot i forgot this one guy's name but anyways so uh and then obviously and then the, that wednesday night i gotta say there's a lot of like smash loyal fans there's the smash wrestling fans they've been there from the beginning or something i was like god i'm like i'm so out of depth here with the smash people and then it was for as a title suggests smash versus progress or so two promotions or co-promoting seven matches who knew what was gonna happen you know, you go three to three tie score, smash wrestler wins one, progress wrestler wins one, and then they go back and forth, and then you go at the end and have a tiebreaker. Who do you who do you think wins? Like, hey, smash won, the local guys won. Progress put them over, you know, that kind of stuff. So it was entertaining. 
Um, and then uh, people lined up after the show and during the intermission and stuff, you know, to get autographs and stuff. To be honest, I think I said this before. I don't really get starstruck, but then again, I'm still a fan and a fanboy massively. But I don't want to. I think I said this to one person. I was like, "Look, I don't want to come off as a complete geek, so I, I I might come off like very cold, awkward, you know." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever, man, whatever." Then like, you know, so I didn't really want to line up and got an autograph. And then also, it was Wednesday. I drove earlier that morning to get to Markham and Toronto, so I'm just like, I don't want to wait in the line until midnight. It's like I'll see some of these people later anyway. Friday, Saturday, maybe another smaller show. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving." So. It left basically, uh, and then uh, Thursday skipped the day. I'm actually glad that I skipped the one day here in between, cause like my God, three days in a row of wrestling, I'll be like, God dang. And on uh, Friday, uh, there was a Destiny show in the Battle Arts Academy where the former WWE superstar Santino Marella opened the studio. He's not, he's an Italian descent, but he's from Misaga, like I am. And then I don't know what I I knew where this intersection was, Tompkins and Eglinton, but it's just past the golf driving range that my dad always goes, you know, hitting golf balls just past the 403, 401 mark there. Uh, and then I was like, this was a fucking empty land, and they built all these like malls and like subway and shit, and there's a gym here. Okay, now we went, they got there early. The door, like the smash in progress. I'm gonna go back and say their production, and then. Just the overall experience has been fantastic. I, st- I, I still think that Wednesday show is my favorite. Uh, just from the sheer experience. For, you know, just top to bottom, top notch. Progress, I think, drove most of it. But top notch, fantastic. This Destiny show, there was a technical hiccup. They were recording the show for the Fight Network here in Canada. And I thought the they didn't really say when the gate opens. They just said the show starts at eight o'clock. And then I was like, "All right, we got me and another friend Jay and his lady." Uh, got there. We three of us got there, and then it's like bring our girlfriend to a first ever wrestling show. It's like I think we me and Jay talked about it. We're like, I don't know if it's such a good idea because like I heard so many horror stories from other podcasts and stuff. It's like I don't know. I took my girlfriend there. She was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" But thankfully, uh, she she enjoyed it. She was like, you know, she she saw some clips, the lucha wrestling and stuff, and I go like, lucha's a little different though. It's a little bit more of a freak show than this. And then the botcha mania with all the botches and basically bloopers of wrestling, which are hilarious. Bloopers of anything is hilarious, you know. Just watch porn bloopers if you haven't seen them. It's quite funny. It's not for the boner. It's for the laughter and enjoyment. Same for the wrestling bloopers. It's hilarious. That's a point. So, anyways. We got to the show at 7.15. All right, I was like, all right, all right. Like, we want to be ahead of time. And then I also wanted to buy a, sh- a shirt that I lost a while back from the it's a YouTube interview. Celebrity there, Alicia Tote. Uh, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll buy it before the show. I don't want to be in the crowd after the show or during the intermission with all the rest of the humanity here. But for some reason, the gate was open, but then we weren't allowed in for some reason. I think they're having some technical difficulties, whatever it was. And then the show was supposed to start at 8 o'clock, but we didn't really walk in until 8.10. And then clearly, they kind of rushed the production and everything. It's like, is this live? Is this live? Why? What is this? I mean, it's not live. Otherwise, it would be in a bigger trouble. I don't think it was live. So yeah, so I was like, what the hell is a rush? You're editing this shit anyway. So we got kind of ushered in fast. And I go like, it's it's a gym. It's a judo, MMA, boxing, you know, gym. And they set up a little ring. You know, all the rings here are 12 by 12, I, I would say right now. Um, and then they got the 
bench bleachers there so it's a little it's a little steamy in there it feels like a hot yoga a little bit so you have to buy water then uh you know no alcohol in this gym unlike the smash progress show where they had beer so i was like all right whatever um so this show they kind of went through but only thing i would say is that i really didn't see a wrestling match until the very last two matches what i mean by that is the first match was a cage match street fight anything goes second one was a you know uh was it the second one? Yeah, I think it might have been the second one. Like second one was like the really small dude who's like 4'10 versus a regular height dude. So it was a bit of a free comedy match, although it was serious. And then the third match was a five-way flippity flop show, the Destiny Next Generation title match or something. And I'm just like, God, this wasn't wrestling. This is all spot fest. People are just doing flips and flops. And like, I couldn't really comprehend who I'm, who I'm supposed to cheer for. Who... Who's the underdog here? And then who's really the champ who outruns, outjumps everybody? Which is my biggest problem with wrestling today. I'm going a little technical here. Look, the flips and flops and shooting star press, frog splash, they're all awesome. However, at the same time, if you're just doing that over and over without any purpose or point to, you know, leverage that as a winning or something, like following the logic, why are you pulling that move instead of tripping the guy up? You know, some shit like that. You know, then it makes sense. Then if you're enhancing the story for those moves of the acrobats, sure. But if you're just doing it for the sake to make the crowd go, ooh, ah, ooh, and not be able to follow who's who, unless you're a Destiny fan or something, a loyal person that would know this. Like, I wasn't the Destiny follower. I was other promotion followers. It was very hard for the casual fan to follow other than go, that was a cool spot here and there, but then you won't remember anybody, which is a problem. And then, you know, they had the uh, other shenanigan matches, uh, like a three-on-three that ended with a no, like, what was it? The, it was like a, uh, the, 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 the disqualification or no contest, basically, uh, because it was two of the biggest teams of the two different promotions, the Ohio versus every, everybody from the Impact Wrestling versus SoCal Uncensored. So I said, basically, this is California versus Ohio. Uh, SoCal Uncensored, if you know, they were in the Ring of Honor and now also in the Elite Wrestling. So, you know, two promotions, obviously not going to have one go over the other to disrespect the other. So they went disqualification, no contest. It's a bit of a schmaz finish, you know, but it's cool to see SCU live. So there was that. Uh, and then there was a women's match. Tenille Dashwood, formerly Emma, versus uh, this other lady in the Destiny. Uh, I got to say, this is... You know, I was already kind of unhappy that some of the crowd members here in this show, in Miss Saga, were a little, I, I gotta say, em- embarrassing in my opinion, being a wrestling fan. You know, s- some people think of women's match, you know, it's gotten a lot more technical, kind of like women's MMA and all that, women's basketball, all that stuff. And women's soccer to a degree, although we can talk about the technicalities of women's goalkeeping. Anyways, uh, there were some... There's some douchebags, I'll say. So I love how Progress Wrestling has this rule. It says, don't be a douche. You know? It's like, D-Bat. That's their slogan. It's like, as a fan, don't be a douche. Don't ruin it for everybody with a random ass, dumb ass screams. You know, like, you go to a sporting event. You go to a sporting event, baseball or something. There's a moment where you go, can you just shut, just shut the fuck up? Like, I don't give a shit. If you're... If you're taunting somebody, if you're just talking shit and make everybody laugh, 
for the sake of whatever that makes a logical sense good for you good, you're a good stand-up comedian fantastic thank you for enhancing the entertainment as an audience member for the fucking product on the field or in the pitch or whatever however if you're just doing it being obnoxious meaningless shit just yelling drunk shit it's not pleasant i want to go like slap the shit out of the guy girl kid even whatever we had a few few of these members two guys were clearly drunk before coming into this i think they were drunk and then one kid who would not shut up and the dad kept feeding fucking candies and to a point where you know kid and the dad were like you guys want some candies you want some chocolate i'm like no i don't think you should keep feeding your eight-year-old a goddamn chocolate asking for rainmaker clothesline like fuck that shit shut the fuck up you know and then this other dude behind us was laughing weirdly like a goddamn you know creepy dude and then i thought it was his son 14 year old laughing so i was just like what the fuck look back it was him and it wasn't just me keep looking back and it's like who the fuck is giving this weird joker laughter with this shit you know so it's just like but then this guy is only laughing when the other obnoxious assholes are like making chants it's like so we had a wrestler named joey ryan the famous dick wrestler go look him up i don't want to go through it but basically the gimmick is you touch his dick his dick's gonna flip you over so it's a comedy act you know so so the common running joke is touch his dick touch his dick but for some fucking reason after this match every single match this motherfucker kept screaming touch his dick touch it touch it i was like shut the fuck up like i think i said that twice mumbling two rows back but he's clearly drunk can hear it maybe i don't want to say it out loud in front of the fucking kid either but then the kid was like yeah touch it and i'm like oh my god this is ridiculous and then when the you know the two women were wrestling it wasn't a bad match but then it should have picked up a pace a little bit later like they wanted to throw mad wrestling and stuff this isn't bras and panties lingerie match i don't do that shit anymore you know like it's like i don't want to see that shit if i want to do that i'll just go watch fucking pornhub why am i paying money here at the fucking wrestling show i want to see some good wrestling heart and then they were doing that shit and then this guy goes like kiss each other touch each other and they're just like Dude, this is 2019. This is not 1999. Shut the fuck up. And then like, I pay the money. And Tennille Dashwood, to her credit, is a really good mad wrestler. You know, considering. So I'm just like, I want to see this in person. Then I'm like, can you shut the fuck up? Like, why are you getting like, somebody saying, Emelina? And then I'm like, she left the fucking company because she couldn't fucking work the Emelina gimmick. Which is a whole, like, Sable, like a fucking diva character. And then she wasn't into it, according to the backstage story so this is like all right we just give up on this gimmick and i'm gonna go back being emma our hard-nosed competitor and then she was showing that and this dude wouldn't shut the fuck up so and then anyways i was just like already ticked off about it and then the next match with the trent seven uh tyler bait the mustache mountain that's a team name from progress and then against uh michael elgin and uh uh sean alexander why am i keep calling josh alexander why keep me sean alexander the the destiny champ and then the destiny wrestler versus the nxt uk slash progress wrestler trans seven i saw wednesday also he was doing more of a comedy match on wednesday which was pretty good as an intro match it was an easy night this went they went full on full chops full slaps everything and it went about 20 something 30 minutes i think and then while i was like wow they're like this last match just single-handedly made this ticket worth 30 dollars in my opinion that saved it because rest of the show I was just like eh whatever man it's like a lot of gimmick matches a lot of schmoz a lot of 
a lot of comedy so i just go like for two and a half hours sitting here i just like i haven't seen an actual competitive wrestling match and then i was just like got to the women's match it was a little slow but i thought after the initial intro it should have picked up the pace but i think the crowd threw the rhythm off these assholes so i think they were like thrown off a little bit so the crowd was just a quiet just like you know tweeting their thumbs away basically and then um twiddling their thumbs away uh, god my expressions are off and last match pretty kept the attention it was hard hitting you know solid solid match i don't know how to describe it if you don't follow wrestling it was like it was like a it 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 really felt like a fight it was a it was really it was hard nose hitting like chops are real man like the fucking slap you hear and then even this thing and this douchebag is like touch his dick and i'm like shut the fuck up dude I just wanted to slap that motherfucker so bad. But anyways, after it ended just by after midnight. I'm like, Jesus, this show went long. You know, and if not going, you know, not starting late is like bad enough. So I was just like, yeah, this is an okay show. Because we paid about 30-something dollars for the general admission balcony seats. Oh, easily, hands down, you know, Smash versus Progress. And then the only reason the Destiny match got saved is because of the because of the the very last match the tag team match um and then after the show i mean and then i picked up my shirt and then uh also i went up to the mustache mountain trend seven and the tyler Bate. i saw trend seven wednesday i didn't go up to his table and said hi or anything i just saw the match and i was just like i said after i was like i saw you twice this week and tyler where the hell were you man i didn't see you wednesday I was just like, ah, whatever. And then uh, I just bought the shirt, the Mustache Mountain shirt, the special Canadian flag edition. It was a really cool shirt. And then uh, even my dad liked it. I was like, geez, that's a cool-looking shirt. <laughs> so I bought it. And then I was just like, yeah, 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 thank you, guys. Good match, good match. I don't think I said good match. I should have, but I, I didn't want to make it awkward. I don't want to fanboy out because I'm a huge fan. So I was just like, hey, man, yeah, yeah, good job. I try to keep it cool. This is how awkward this sounds. And then to a point where Trent Seven says, you sure don't want a photo, man? I was like, I was just like, uh, I kind of reluctantly shut Yeah, sure. And then we took a selfie. And then I'm like, I'm not so photogenic. I don't like getting my photos taken. And then I was like, you know what? You guys are the professional selfie shooters. So I just gave him my phone. And then three of us took a photo. And then I put it on Instagram. I was like, I'm such a fucking mark. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, it was cool. But I didn't do that with every single wrestler. I didn't do that with, you know, whoever. I just like, they're people, man. Just let them be. Let them be. I just want to see them perform and then go. I don't, I'm not like these like other marks that are like, oh, my God. I just love you so much. Like, I don't do that i don't want to do that as an audience the definition of an audience bill maher said is to listen audi the fucking listen that's what it is in latin i just want to sit and watch and enjoy and then i just want to draw the boundary there at the same time i understand that these people are human beings they're tired of shit and then watching their physical work up close i just go like jesus that's a hard fucking industry man like how do you do this like you must love it to do this it's not like band touring either you know it's, it, I mean, it is kind of like band touring and performing, but, you know, doing it to a, such a physical degree, you know, like they're putting their bodies out there. It was, it was kind of, it was very revealing. I just go like, dang, man. I was just like, I don't know how they do it. And then Saturday, we finally went to the main event. You know, we didn't go to SummerSlam. I'm not sitting there fucking six hours in the Air Canada Center or the Scotiabank Arena. So, uh, ended up going to the NXT TakeOver. Uh, other people who watch the NXT takeovers, the previous ones, they're like, this is the worst one. 
to be honest, relative to other WWE shows or any other wrestling shows, this is a pretty damn good show. Um, I didn't have much complaints about it. You know, if you want to pit, pit it against other great shows out there, sure. But, you know, watching some of the... It wasn't as many matches as the one I saw back in 16 or on the network and other shows before. It was only five matches. I missed a pre-recorded show, obviously, but whatever. It's okay. And... You know, I'm not going to go through the storyline and booking decisions. But, you know, we had a really good time. We really enjoyed it. As casual fans walk, walking in and watching, I don't think this was a bad show at all. This was really, really good. Um, only thing I'll say is that WWE's goddamn awful with their t-shirt designs. Like, I cringed at many of their t-shirt designs. And they tried to sell the, what was it, the WWE Championship belt with the Raptors, uh, the side plates in there they wanted but they were charging 150 dollars canadian for the fucking side plates and i'm like i'm sorry this would be a collector's item at one point but i'm like i don't think this is worth it and then their designs are goddamn ugly which is why other promotions like the mustache mountain and they had very simple design to the point or cooler than just like simply ripping off of a raptor's design or the leaf's design just for sake of whatever you know i'm just like that, that that's not a cool design so i'm just like fuck it that's so stupid so Anyways, uh, yeah, and then overall, it was a great show. It was really exhausting um, when I came back Sunday and then even uh, Monday this week. Uh, you know, coming back to, you know, going, just attending three shows, you know, in four days was exhausting. So imagine being the actual performer trying to do this you know, four or five days in a row, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday afternoon before the SummerSlam, and, you know, five days in a row like this in a very ridiculous pace, and beating, trying to beat the traffic, I don't know how they did it in New York and Mania when they did this, you know, New York is way worse than Toronto traffic-wise, right, so, you know, it's a kudos to them, I think I learned that you know this is, this is a hard business to do it and i just go like wow kudos to them my hat my hats are off you know that's just that's just at the beginning so you know i i i never done this before it's like going to different musicals the music stages uh except you have to drive but uh i i think uh this is the experience that uh i i don't think i i can't i never enjoyed this more than i thought <laughs> So I was very, I'm very happy. I'm very happy that I got to experience this. Uh, and then uh, I, I, I hope to do it again, maybe. I mean, I'm more open to going to more smaller independent shows more than going to, you know, WWE events because it's more intimate and then you can just like see it firsthand. So yeah, I, I, you know, support local, you know, that's like the support local independent wrestling, support local independent artists and music, you know, live music that you have, you know, just do that it's no different so uh you know and then see it's great to see how people you know that some couple people that i saw wednesday and friday i may not recognize right now it'd be like 10 years later it'd be like oh shit this guy made it out there you know in the wwe or some other movie it could be the next rock well no nobody knows right nobody knows how the life goes and then uh my friend jay said the same thing oh the one of the guy with the long beard on the ove uh like I saw him in the, he saw him at the uh, Destiny, not the Destiny, the DDT show in Japan. Is like, hey, you wanna, you wanna buy a, you wanna buy my shirt? And then like he didn't, and I was like, I would have. That's why I bought some of these shirts. It's just like, just, just, just out of curiosity. It's like the John Christ and Dave Christ, 
you know, they were there. So I was like, ah, we'll go check it out just for fun. And then uh, who knows? And be like, I was there. And then you wear that shirt. If you ever show up to a meet and greet event or something, they'll be like, oh my God, you got that shirt. I was like, you got that one. You follow me since DDT. If I were the artist performer, I'd be like, dude, you, you fucking, wow. You followed me from the beginning. I can't believe you did this. He's like, yeah, I remembered you. So I just want to come say hi and then keep it cool that way. And then don't make it awkward. Like I did. I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Fuck dude. I don't know. Just come off as a complete dick. (laughs) But anyways, uh, that was a lot of fun. I guess the mess, I kind of gave a rundown of what happened. I don't want to go into depth of rest, wrestling and all that stuff. I mean, if, if you want me to do that, I, there are a whole plenty of podcasts that do that, and then I could do it, but I don't think it's a topic that general audience wants to hear. I just wanted to share the experience of, you know, how it was going to different events, you know, after work, you know, before work. It's just it's a fascinating. It was a fascinating thing to experience. And uh, hey, be, don't be, don't judge wrestling for what it is. You know, I don't judge other forms of entertainment for what it is either. Like you know, for example, fucking NASCAR or the monster truck. I just go like, you know, it's like it's an entertainment. And then uh, I, this is why I don't shit on reality shows that much. I just watch it, and then I go like, oh, I do see why people like this show. I don't just like completely downplay on it. So. And then, uh, you know, wrestling is not like the wrestling that you thought of like 10, 15 years ago. You know, it's just, it's it's different. Everybody knows the inner game. And then how much of the inner game that you know, and then you go from there is the best part of it, of the wrestling. So you expect it to go one way, but you it doesn't. It's a little different from other soap operas or the drama, the sitcoms or the movies. It's it's a little more personally involved you know if you follow the business um and then the way the business is exposed it's not a full competition of an actual athletic athletics either but you you crave for that you know to believe in it the, the, the believability and then the gimmick the kayfabe they call it it's it's very interesting especially in the day of days of social media and then the 24 7 online the world that we live in but anyways I don't know. It just uh, I don't know how to explain it. I hope I did explain why I enjoy it. Um, it's like it's my form of music concert. It's my Lollapalooza last week. That's what basically happened. So, anyways, uh, thanks for listening. This went a little longer than I thought. I thought I wanted to talk about other stuff, but hey, what, what the hell not? I wanted to go over my. I wanted to have a happy sounding podcast for once for three years that I did this. I think it's the first one that I sound really happy. I don't know. So, anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm a little tired, so I'm gonna go catch up on the sleep. Then again, three years that you heard the show. Have you heard the when I was not tired? So thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're on Spotify now. Uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, whatever pod thing you use. I'm always on with a thumbs up. BK, or no, no, no. A-show.com. A-show.com. Yeah, my name is BK. You'll see that in the podcast thing if you find me. Subscribe and then a rate. Rate five stars if you enjoy this thing. Rate five stars even if you don't enjoy it. And then uh, I'd love to hear back from you. And then uh, we'll check back next week. I think I'm finally home for a good stretch after going to Indianapolis next week. So maybe I'll talk about Indianapolis next week. I got to go see my Colts first time I'm seeing them. I'm so super stoked and excited. So I'll probably talk about that. And uh, thanks for listening. And then we'll check back next week. Nobody's speaking.